How we doing folks? Kev here um, This episode that you are all tuning in to uh, Is the first part of two parts That we've got Paul from FAC on uh, These episodes were recorded a wee bit before uh, All the sort of stuff kind of hit um, All the stuff that's going on in the world now um, So the troops kind of felt it was necessary to say a, a couple of wee quick words Add a couple of quick words in at the start uh, we obviously hope everybody's keeping well, keeping safe, um, looking after each other, uh, and we hope that the the podcast um, can be a way of sort of maybe distracting people from all the all the other news, all the panic, all the worries and stuff, um, and gives all you know something to listen to when you are uh, going start crazy in the house. Uh, so we've got this two parter lined up. Um, our plan is to try and use the spare time uh, that we've got we know football and stuff on uh, for the foreseeable so we're, we're, you know, hopefully be using that time to get some more recorded get some more episodes fired out for everybody to uh, have a wee listen to um, so I just to keep tell everybody keep a wee eye on the Twitter we'll be using the Twitter as well uh, to share you know, different updates for different charities and different community groups that you've maybe already have seen um, already because I know of the, the boys have been quite uh, active in that and, and putting up some different information and or different mobs, you know, requesting any help or anything like that, that they need. Uh, you know, I think we're obviously no experts or anything like that and everything that's happening, but everybody sort of feels we've got a, a kind of social uh, responsibility we've, we've got a lot of listeners um, on you know this kind of uh, on the podcast through the Twitter through the, the North Curve and the, the sort of Green Brigade uh, name we've got a big pool we can reach out to a, a big audience uh, so I you know we're, we're sort of going to be using that going forward I know a lot of our their trips will be helping out in the different sort of charity and community groups and, and stuff like that. Um, but aye, that was kind of just before we sort of go back into the the actual episodes that we're firing out. Um, we thought it was it would be good just to sort of get a couple of wee words out. Uh, recording for my house. I'm sure everybody's bored out or not, I know. Uh, so I just, I hope everybody enjoys them and hopefully it'll not be too long until we're, we're back at you with some more episodes and some more stuff uh, to keep everybody occupied type thing so cheers uh, and I'll catch up with you soon from the North Curve, a fairly regular podcast covering all things North Curve Celtic. I'm your host Kev, uh, I'm joined by Tony and by Connor as usual. Um, big thanks just everybody again for uh, tuning in to another one of our episodes uh, as part of the wee sort of Green Brigade 
special that we're doing just now. Um, last up, we had Mac on uh, for a couple of episodes. He was speaking about Palestine and the group's links um, to Palestine. This time around, we have Paul on. Uh, Paul, What's thanks, mate, mate. for good, mate. Good. Thanks for taking the time out. I want well, to speak to us. This episode we're going to be a uh, fact. Fans against Kim. We're really, really underprepared for this one here, but. Aye, Mac can't put this to if, shame. If, if MD's listening to this, has no left listening to Mac's one. Fuck this one, go and listen to Martin's. Because <laughs> Palestine and everything he's up to is going to be much more interesting. Aye, uh, definitely. Uh, but no, I Paul's here just to sort of give everybody a wee better insight um, over the years because I know you've obviously done a hundred different type of podcasts just kind of solely relating to you know fans against criminalisation and everything that happened with that but what a lot of people don't maybe don't know is that you've also been a, a member of the group and, mm-hmm. and part of the group um, for a long long time uh, so you're you're able to give everybody a wee sort of better insight to kind of early days mm-hmm. uh, leading so. into that campaign and different things like that but what we'll do now as we normally do just jump into a wee quick break um, for two minutes let me and Tony get our shit together <laughs> and uh, we'll come back So, um, Paul, Tony, ready to rock? Aye, go for it, Michael. Absolutely. So, sort of early days of the group, I'm maybe best starting um, for back then and kind of working our way forward into, you know, everything that's happened. It could be maybe here a while, <laughs> but uh, <coughs> maybe me. Tony, best to come uh, in, sort of. I was looking forward to this one because it was meaning I wasn't going to have to say fuck all really. I don't say much at all. Fact, facts, you'll be with it. But aye. Um, early doors in the group, well, the, obviously we'll talk in a f- later on in a podcast about how it all came about, the fans against criminalisation, ah, yeah, yeah. and it came for the, the so-called shame game. But yep. prior to the shame game, for the start of the group, there was constant issues with the, with ah, the coppers. Yeah, and and fights with the police and the Goombergate, uh, didn't they just come uh, up with the offensive exactly. league? That? that was part um, of the group. Like when we, f- we first got muted the ideas of doing podcasts, I was going through all the stuff that I've kind of saved yep. regarding the groups and all that and it was like Selic had made statements on the website and all that 2006 regarding like I think it was 12, 14 fans being banned at Hibs and mm-hmm. when we started out we had I think we touched on it before in one of the podcasts we were playing Falkirk and we had Busies and Stewards up to nah. saying about singing the Soldier, Soldier song, song and all that kind of stuff so like the the attack on any sort of show of political it was well prior to us. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've, I've got like old, old cutouts uh, like for the jungle and all that. It's cut out these evil chants yeah. for, I think yeah. it was 1981 against Hearts. Mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. Not 81, it was 81 because it was prior to hunger strike starting yeah. in March. Yeah, okay. And Celtic released, they were putting things out, yeah. the manager saying stuff in the programmes and different stuff like that. So, and I could go even further back. Yeah, yeah, but I've got, I've got yeah. fucking cutouts for Wally Maley mm. in 1920 so it must have been during the the war in Ireland the war of independence or the, or the civil war it was Wally Maley saying that flags are all banned mm-hmm. and different stuff like that so like the Selic the politics mm-hmm. 
the fans in the club having issues and the fans in the police having issues oh, it was not just starting for, for, for the Green Brigade kind of thing so I can't even think of some the, the main ones it's kind of happened prior to I mean, the, the first arrest I can remember, or the first kind of case I can remember, I had a joint group. I had a joint group, same, I mean, same time as you, same day as you. Yeah. What was that, 2008, 2009, about then? Early 2000, ah, about 2008 would have been. Um, a couple of years in. And I remember, long time ago. <laughs> too long ago, mate. And uh, I think it was at Tanny Dice when two of the boys got scooped for singing about Warren Feeney. I call him a hun. Aye, exactly, aye. I mean that, right? And uh, like, this was at a. <coughs> Like a stand of, was it the shed? We were in the shed, eh? Uh, obviously, a stand, a couple of thousand Celtic fans, whatever it is, and they've pinpointed to, at the time, probably two of the kind of. Mere noticeable. Yeah. Uh, mere noticeable is a kind of putting it. Pair ugly bastards. Uh, <laughs> enthusiastic, <laughs> ugly bastards. And uh, they two get scooped. They get held, didn't they? I think. I'll be listening to this and now a big cheese on these days. And uh, so they get scooped, and that was the first kind of charge, I remember. They got found not guilty, didn't they? Aye. I'm sure they did. I think they had a good record. And, uh, still got a good record. Aye, absolutely. And uh, there was my kind of only memories of the group in terms of the legal stuff is that there were arrests, but they were pretty sporadic. Don't get me wrong, mm. it'd be got a lot of shit for say, like especially around about about the time there were like, flashpoints. So when there was like the pop-up protests, or when there was protests mm. against John Reid, and there would be like wee petty spots for say, like were they a target for for this or that? What a shit. But by and large, just stuff with the police. It wasn't. It wasn't the way it's been for the last maybe eight, nine years, whereby it's just been a steady stream of mm. constant cases and constant headache for folk. Whereas at the start, it was it was really daft cases, you know what I mean? You had that, you had boys that get done, they get charged for the minor Lennon banner, the first game we played. We, the, uh, uh, what was it? Let's go uh, to the war, was I, it? Ibrox, Burnham, Ibrox. Three of the boys. Ah, but there was people who tried to say that they were getting contact with Bradford aye, different stuff like that there's this aye, I bro- I, just in case anybody's not seen it there was a picture of uh, Lennon, Neil Lennon, Lennon portrayed aye. as Vladimir Lennon yeah. and it was the zoo was on fire and I think it says Huns on it aye, and it was like then it aye, says let's go to yeah. war and there was a major fucking kick oh, up about that man it's funny they ones but I've always I've found a lot of the time with the group but some of the times the one you think oh that's really going to be a bit jailbait they don't bother, mm. but it's when you're not really that, you don't, mm. there's not a huge debate about our folk have kind of flung it on. I don't even know if that had been in the initial design, or if boys have just painted that on the night type paint, that'd be funny. Even, I can't even remember. See, even thinking about that, but you're, you're quite kind of throw away with that, but the three boys that ended up to our charge with that, they were oh, a court for aye, years, were they not? Was that not one of the biggest breach of the, the peace cases? Oh, it was fucking ridiculous. It was absolutely mental, and it went on and on and on. And even during it, I remember one of the boys got charged with some with, with singing the Celtic Sel- Sel- Symphony, singing Who Art began the symphony. And I remember watching, like, can I help? I, I, I must have been helping the legal stuff even then. And the footage clearly showed them singing Who Art Samaras, like, clear as day, Who yeah. Art Samaras. But I think that they just charged them with that one to put pressure on them for the other one type thing. He ends up walking for both of them, he ends up getting after it, and rightly so, you know what I mean? He, he, didn't, he didn't do anything. Um, but it showed already there was these wee sort of dirty mm. tricks filtering in and it was a wee 
taste of a bit which to come to. You were getting headlines in newspapers, Celts go to war with the Green Brigade and all that when there was just it was a wee bit aggro we steward in the section and Oh, that was the one, there was a, there was a photo of me after, was it Hearts? In the record. Was it Hearts? Dundee United. Dundee United, Dundee United. Not sure, mate. And I had I'll big, have the cut. I had the big uh, stupid long haircut and you can see me pointing at Stuart. <laughs> it's and just and, a uh, stupid short hair, mate. I, 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 I know, I've, 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 I've seen look at it and it for this one year, but I can remember that and... It was, was it some steward got hit with a 50 page piece or something like that? No, they say that, there's something they'll say about his lip after it. I think that was a bit of a propaganda about getting oh, scudded with a 50 page. Can't, can't even mind it, but. I, I can remember around about that time as well, there was always flashpoints around like, like stupid shit, like, like trying to get drums in. There was always, a, always an issue. Or You're only allowed one cane in per person, I, so oh, somebody oh, can't go in with like 30 canes. I, I can still got to be on blast and all that kind of all stuff. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, park a few weeks ago. Bear in mind as well, like, we were, so we'd have been up at the proper back before we even had a wee block, and one of the things is we always had like really fucking arsey stewards, and uh, I always remember one thing that would always happen is see the boys at the kind of, it's now basically a front block, right? And there's the back bit, so you're just up against the stand, there's nobody behind you. Yeah. You would always get guys there who just wanted to stand because it's one of the few stadium places in the stadium you can do it mm. without bothering nobody behind you. But if the stewards weren't getting any joy out of us, they'd go and harass folk that were doing that, and then we'd all charge down yeah. and involve ourselves, um, and it'd all always kick off. Um, so there was like wee incidents like that, but m- most of the time it was just daft stuff. You know what Nothing I mean? compared to what we've done after. Absolutely nothing compared to what was going to... It was, I mean, we'd have been young at the time as well, maybe yeah. a bit... Even the group was a bit, eh... Uh, I, I don't know, naive... Oh, I've covered that. Again, says that like a time, <laughs> In terms of we reacted to stuff we maybe shouldn't have at times and whatever else. So that's just all part Learning of it. Learning curve. But we keep saying that, but I think sometimes we just made shit decisions. I bet, I bet. Even more rank. People go like, ah, that, that was 2014, that was a learning curve, mate. You're like, ah, nah, we just made a cunt. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, there's definitely more bad decisions to be discussed when we get through this uh, fucking podcast. But I, by and large, there was a lot of daftness, but it wasn't the, even the charities, most of them, I don't think we get a conviction like that whole period of time. Where I, I, I think everybody that ever got charged around about then, everybody was found no guilty. And it wasn't until there was the kind of act was at least mooted and it was being discussed and then it was brought in that you've really seen. I changed both in the kind of culture and mindset of the police, but even the numbers of police and what they were up to and how many were surveying you and how many were harassing you, and it, it just seemed as if almost overnight there was just a total change, um, and it had a huge impact on football fans across Scotland, but none more so than us, I would mm-hmm. say. So, uh, Paul, just to come back in, sort of getting on to the legislation in the early days of the legislation coming through the catalyst to that you know all sort of starting up um, we touched on it before we started recording there about the, the sort of shame game shame how game? it was labelled how can uh, we forget it the McCoyst and, and Lennon so much oh, shame going got knocked out what was that? <laughs> was it from Papa actually got knocked out? aye, Mark Wilson so was I so much to see that it was mental, like, the kind of overreaction to that, and one of the things that I think always gets lost, see when you're discussing the shame game or when people look back on it, folk forget the fact that we played them fucking seven times that season. Mm-hmm. We played them four times in the league, played them in the Scottish Cup, drew them at Ibrox, mind, uh, 
Foster got sent off. Brun- it was a game Brunei had done the Brunei. Two each and then. Aye, and then we took them to Celtic Park and we played them in the League Cup final. So, I mean, I said I've got games, but I remember discussion amongst us at the time. Being like, ah, it's getting a bit dull, it's getting a bit boring. Like, the atmosphere wasn't quite as ferocious, you weren't, mm. because it was just absolute overkill. But I think one thing that definitely happened was that among the players, that familiarity bred contempt, and you could see they were all like, like Brown and Ledley and all that were starting to get really pissed off with Bagheera and Juf and um, like Davy Weir, and they were all always kind of nipping at one another. I think base games ended up with like folk getting sent after. It was Bagheera and Juf. Bagheera and Juf and did Chris, somebody else get sent after? Free got, free got sent off. Who was it? Was it Bidney? I can't remember. I can't remember. Um, but was it Kevin Thompson maybe? Okay. I can't even mind. You get three cent off anyway. And there was mayor there was mayor booked that night and there were Celtic fans arrested and most of the rest were for smoking in the toilet. But so yeah, it's something that you just you would never fucking I you know, hear because when really you when you read the papers you you think there's this fucking absolute chaos, you know, in the streets of Glasgow and riots. Made the news everywhere, didn't it? Like, everywhere like, like, like one of the like, uh, one of our older members, Johnny, was like uh, uh, get a text for Boys for Tarnana mm. and all that. Is everybody safe? Is everybody alright? What's the crack? Am they jailed? They thought it was because like they seen it in Italian telling. Thought I like civil war in Glasgow when really Bugera had got sent off and refused to go off the park. And that McCoy's, was about it. And then at the end, I Lennon and McCoy still not told us what, mm. what was said, but it was all nonsense. You know what I mean? Handbags and. Uh, like you kind of left the game. I remember leaving the game, though, really hanging of it. And it wasn't until... Aye, because it's not the kind of first time that there's been aye, major aye. issues, you know what I mean? You've had the... Aye, like players, players like, like getting red cards or managers aye. pushing and shoving each other. Isn't anything new? Certainly nowhere in that fixture anyway. And as I say, we'd played each other so much that, you know what I mean, it was nobody really noticed until, you know, you get... The, within the next couple of days, the papers were really running with this idea of the shame game. And I remember as well that Jack McConnell, who was obviously the former First Minister, he was really fucking prodding Alex Salmond in, in the press, basically saying, you know, you're head for this. Because but I think for um, McConnell, like, quote-unquote sectarianism was a big part of his kind of time. Um, as First Minister, he made a big song and dance about tackling it. And he was basically saying to Salmond, you know, you've set your thumb up your arse here, you've let this develop, and this is all on you. Salmond's been a tit and took the bait. Um, but it's t- the, the timing is, is, is what folk need to consider and all, because A, first of all, you're going into the kind of election season, so Salmond sees an opportunity here. Football fans have always been an easy target, that's no change. So he sees an opportunity to help um, deliver another SNP government when Scotland goes to the polls in a few months. And Stephen House, who at the time was a top dog at um, Strathclyde Police, but this is at the point whereby it's looking like all the different regional forces are going to amalgamate into Police Scotland. So all of these different heads across Scotland are all jousting for position and for um, to show their loyalty to the SNP government, but also to show that they can deal with pressure situations and they put themselves forward in the press as a kind of leading candidate. So this all emerges kind of almost irrelevant to football in some ways. Uh, so House and Salmond, they inform the kind of 
what was it, the Jag, the Joint Action Group. Aye, that was and they invite religious leaders. And aye, so they invite the Catholic Church, the Church of Scotland, they invite Sally, they invite them, they invite, um, like, I think, like, Nil by Mouth and assholes like that were there. And um, what comes out of it was the Offensive Behaviour Act. And, you know, I mean, it probably wouldn't have been, I don't think the group immediately can I... I don't know that they released the what the full bill immediately, but I do remember by the time it got to the group, and I remember um, like boys were basically like they were reading it like listen, this is fucking. I mean, this could end us type thing like this. I, I can think, remember a lot of panic. Aye, big time. Major panic no, stations. No, no, I remember like we're talking about it, and you're like, this is going to be a, a shooting match and the group surprised Turkey here, you know what I mean, the language that it's used, how broad they've made it, um, and there was just this, right, what, what are we going to do here, you know what I mean? And Especially when it was coming out, there was MSPs basically admitting that it was just to level up the playing well, field. That was Christine Graham, so Christine Graham was in the Justice Committee and she's talking with Tom Devine, and uh, she's just like that, Rangers fans have been arrested, loads for singing racist and sectarian stuff, Celtic fans only, like it's even it up, and uh, Tom Devine's like, what? what, what are you even talking about, you know what I mean? And, uh, like, I think that, I think that was, that was really helpful, because open no just do guys, see all the other Celtic supporters who maybe had to some extent the attitude of, ah, if you're not doing anything wrong, you're not getting to worry about type thing, I think that showed them that, no, this was going to be a catch-all to try to bring our support and, like, into kind of existing hate crime uh, legislation. Yeah, but also that idiot, Rosanna Cunningham. So, one of the thing that one of the things that people forget is that Simon Salmon brought us trying to bring this through. He's trying to bring it through his emergency legislation, as if like the idea of like fucking young boys shouting and singing each other at a football match is so important that democracy is to be suspended <laughs> for this fucking idiot to pass through this bill. You know what I mean? It's a nonsense. And uh, then Rosanna Cunningham goes up to Parliament and starts fucking whittling on about like, aggressive sounds of the cross. <laughs> Everybody's like, ah, what the fuck is she on? You know what I mean? I Even prefer this interview than <laughs> you, Paul, and all your other ones, mate. Uh, I'm a, you're, I'm, you're a bit more relaxed. I'm a bit loose because that, I mean, that's gone. No, they can't bring it back, can they? It doesn't matter what I say. But uh, Rosanna Cunningham makes an absolute clown herself. And even, I remember like, the Daily Record the next day, even like, like, I think it might have even been front page, and even they were like, what is going on? This is, I mean, it, you've got a government minister talking about wanting people up for um, blessing themselves. This is absolute insanity. And uh, so Salmon basically was like, Look, what we're going to do is shelve it. And what he was doing is he was partnering over the course of the summer because the election was coming up. But I remember that was really about the time whereby we were all at right group needs to organise and we'd have been in close contact at that point with Jeanette Finlay at the Celtic Trust mm-hmm. who would have been in contact with the Supporters Association, the Affiliation, the Irish not. Association um, and it was for that point that the first meeting was kind of convened basically. I don't know if it was at Celtic Park, I wasn't actually at that first meeting believe it or not and uh, that was the first meeting. I think like, we sent like Bert and Barry, I think mm-hmm. they went, cause mm-hmm. at that time I'd have been more involved in like the TIFO and the political stuff, yeah. for you and, and doing the politics stuff. I think, I think was, was quite hanging me or not, the, the, the group had been through it an old bad bit, like we'd kind of rode stuff out like the poppy camp, aye. the poppy aye. incidents aye. and the fucking John Reed, the John Reed stuff mm-hmm. and all that, but even though we'd done that, I can mind looking back and the old kind of stuff for the group, maybe 2012, 13, 14, 
and we were pretty shit, man. Aye, like organisation-wise, oh, and like keeping it to the people who were kind of making the decisions of the group, and we didn't put it out to members a yeah, lot. Yeah. And like compared to the new, how organised we oh, how organised we the past two, three years now. Like the group at this moment in time is the strongest we've all been for two thousand. I mean, it's a, but at the times, how we managed to get the the camp the fat campaign Aye. after we with the help of Jeanette and that mm-hmm. obviously but for how kind of poor we were at organisation at times was unbelievable and, Aye, and credit mean, to yourselves and Bert and Barry I think, I think as well in, in terms of like Bert and Barry you had, you had guys and, and not just him but there have been others who were you know clever were intelligent guys and we were able to see quickly what a threat this would be I remember one of the first things I remember doing was <clears throat> there was a, a lawyer called Barry McCormick and I, um, I don't know how I get in touch with him, I can't even really remember. And he was basically like, that, look, come out for, like, I think we ended up going to McCool's. I don't know if we went in for like, a pint or whatever. And he was like, and I'll kind of talk you through it. And see, when I walked out McCool's, man, my face was white. I was absolutely shitting myself. Because he was able to tell, like, talk you through what it all meant. And layman's um, terms, quite hang. Aye, <laughs> aye, exactly. He was able, to, bear in mind as well that, like, now I understand it. You know perfectly, and you know I've had a lot of dealings with it. But at that point, you know I would never done law or anything like that. It wasn't something I had any real knowledge of. So going through that with him really opened my eyes to what was going on. And I think other boys were having similar like really reading through it. And then I've got in touch with the other logs. They all they've heard you know Cunningham and um, the rest of them you know talk shit at Parliament. And it's just kind of coalesced, and one of the, I mean, it's something that we can be proud of, not just as a group, but in terms of the entire support, for us to be able to get on a table when there will be differences among the organisations, you know what I mean, no doubt about it, but for us to get on a table, start that organisation and be at the forefront of it, not just for the summer, but to be there for seven, eight years, pushing that to the very end, was, was spectacular. Um, and that, that was how it all started, but at the, at the beginning I wasn't really that involved in it. Um, the first meeting I can remember going to was, not long before mine, there was uh, the open meeting, and I'm not taking the blame for this, just uh, just before we start, it was before I kind of got involved. The one that they yeah. all showed up in, yeah. Deniston. I was and another uh, brass neck, right? Aye. Yeah. So I, I think that was, I'm not going to know who it was. <laughs> I don't know who it was. But that was, that's just another thing, we see if, if that was to happen now, the group would make sure that the numbers aye, would be aye, there, but definitely. I think the group was at a, such a point at that time, it was just like, aye. can't be fucked, aye. can't be arsed, we'll leave somebody else there. I, 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 was, I wasn't even there, I was, I was, I was on my way to Huddersfield to see uh, divers. I was going to be with him when he was at uni down there. Um, Our ex-host. <laughs> 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 Stefan Gatton. Right. <laughs> um, so I was going to to see him and I was just getting fucking phone call after phone call after phone call. Thought, ah, it's Hands of and, I, and I'm just <laughs> uh, like, I'm just thinking like, if it all proper kicks off, like, that kills any yeah, campaign yeah. stone dude because that's just going to be absolutely everywhere. That was more of worry than like else, um, And like, if you can't even have a meeting to discuss it, you know, which you know what I mean, like, it just kind of proves the point that, that, that they are trying to make, you know what I mean, so, I think it was after that that I came in, you know what I mean, and <laughs> took it in, and I, I listen, <laughs> fucking, your time's up, no, I'm kidding, but, uh, I, it was after that that I kind of came in and got a lot more involved, and it was probably after that that I'd kind of made a point, and just because I'd been more involved with TIFO, mainly with yourself, yep. when we were younger, mm-hmm. um, I'd been more involved with the TIFO in that, 
So what we started doing is some of the some of the actions you'd done in those early days were brilliant, man. Like the the one that we done, um, there was the one we we had the kind of protest, and it was like every ten minute, and it was like no offending or no actual movement, and the group was silent for the no whole first hour. I saw that, that was a f- the first forty five minutes. We just sat yep. in our ass apart from every ten minute we held out a banner, mm-hmm. no swearing, Aye. no aggressive flag Aye. waving, no standing. Good video with that, actually. and then. And the start of the setting half with Paul. I think we gave it, it five, five, ten minutes, didn't we? No, like our songs are not sectarian. Aye. Blah, 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 blah. Aye, we, we, we held it up for like five minutes. Then it was smile for the camera, see you in court. And, and, then, and then we just burst in. Exactly, we, we will not be silenced. I think so. Aye. I think so, mate. I kind of mind. But we Aye. held up the banners anyway. It was a kind of long message, yeah. and then it was smile for the camera, we'll see, see you in court. court. And, then we burst and everybody, and that was, I don't know if that was the first time we'd done end to end chanting. I mean, it was definitely. It was I, mean, I, I mean, remember the, the, the whole. The fans were singing "Stand Up for the Green Brigade" and different shit like that. Like, you know what I mean? That was when you were silenced. So you, had, I think, it was interesting that at that point we obviously had the back of the full. Felt like kings, full man. Full support. <laughs> that was some buzz. Like I don't know what will happen many times soon again, but that's just the nature of the group. But it showed that the support so was kind of. So what year was that? Stuff. Roughly, can you mind? 2011. It'd have been so. Around about the start of the 2011-12 season. Was, um, so then we started. CSC banner. Aye, so we'd have done that one first. I think I'd, I'd maybe need to check, but that was one of the earliest ones. See, we Mac would have had Doris. Oh, aye, aye, aye time fuck mate. Mac. <laughs> Mac's no sitting <laughs> there. Skype or something. You can get fucked. He can fucking enjoy He's trained He's sitting having a baby um, But in terms of we, we ended up doing the So we had the The demo So the fact demo At George Square The very first right. one um, I think that's the one That loves the clip of Jeanette And she's like As if she's in front of the GPO Raising the troops you know So, so I mean? was, was that one Before or One at the Gallagher? Aye So there was So there was two Right So we done one And it was the kind of fact one And The there was a, it was at George Square, it was the kind of earliest one, and then that was the same day that we'd done the T4 the display, and mine it was like all the different like Easter House rocket launchers right. against the bill or Aye. fucking whatever. And uh, like, we were running about trying to contact different uh, supporter buses and stuff like that, saying, listen, you do this. But I mean, what most folk probably won't know is that we painted 95% of them are fucking still. <laughs> no, I said, the love to it now. Absolute. It was, but it was no, but we got permission to do. Yeah. Aye, no, we, no, we went. Aye, <laughs> we went. We went. No, we did. We get, cause I remember like contacting. Like, I phoned like, an American ones and all America that. And, like, to, there was a North American. I was in the ones. And we served a two a wee trip to New York. Ah, like, but oh. I there was, there was the two in New York. Like, like, Doing at the steps in Times Square and that. But like I, be, I remember we contacted. To be fair, loads did do the mm. rain, but we done quite a lot of them just with the permission. It was only one bus. That knocked his back. Don't know whose bus it was. Don't know if I should say. Well, is it, is it the two letters? Aye, is it? I fucking knew that. Of course you knew it. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> uh, of, of like 150 buses or something, out of the one bus that said, no, you're not. Oh, right, no Apologies to anybody listening to this and you're going a bit, a bit <laughs> drunk, but, I, but, uh, but anyway, so the first thing we, the first thing we George Square, then... Aye, and then we had that and... I think numbers-wise at the George Square protest really, really took a lot. Aye. The boys be surprised as well. I, knew, I know we had support. And it, was, it was running on, like, on a loop on Sky News, not on Sky Sports News, on Sky News, just constant for days. Um, but that was when, see when you get to that point, that's when it's now 
like Parliament will reconvene, so the SNP have won an absolute majority in a government or a parliament that's meant to prevent majorities, so there's no checks, there's no balances, they're basically allowed to do whatever they want. And one of the things I spoke about before on other podcasts is, I think, not necessarily the group, but in terms of fact, I think we were quite naive, because I think we kind of thought, in terms of, I think we thought we had like strong arguments, so we weren't opposing legislation that tackled you know, sectarianism or racism or, or bigotry or homophobia or anything like that. But what we were basically saying was very simple that A, you can't pick a sector of society and come up with a law that only affects them. You know what I mean? Laws should be universal, they should apply to everybody. And B, you can't outlaw something that's subjective as offensiveness because what you find offensive, I might not, and vice versa. So as soon as you start doing that, there's a sort of broadening blurring of what is legally allowed. And we kind of thought, because we knew that the bill was going to have to go through kind of parliamentary procedures, have to go through the Justice Committee, what the Trust were invited to it, we would have the opportunity to put forward submissions. You kind of think, common sense will win the day, like, even if the Act gets through and they'll get their headlines, what comes out here? Oh, surely, I mean, surely they're not going to do anything this stupid and at least take out some of the most ridiculous aspects of this. Because SNP were starting to be seen as quite progressive or not? Oh, at that time, I among, mean, among a red. Scotland's always I mean, been kind of red, know what I mean? And it was kind of. I mean, you, you, you think of it as well, like the, the types of voters the SNP would have been banking much of their success on. It would have been. Excellent. A lot of people would have been, you know, particularly in Glasgow in the kind of central belt, would have been a lot of Irish descent who would have, you know, voted Labour most of their life, but haven't been able to trust Labour after Blair and the Iraq war, decided to depart them, wouldn't have previously voted SNP because they're historic. Sectarianism. Um, aye, 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 because of the way they were viewed historically, their kind of anti-Catholic bias, it was part of their identity before, and they had totally moved away from that, and large elements of the Celtic support, I think, and the Irish diaspora more generally, were definitely, you know, there to be taken, and they were taken to an extent, but this undermined just so much of that credibility and so the much. independence campaign was sort of around about similar time. Well, the independence would have been a couple of years later. Um, and I'm happy to get on to that. Mm. And that, I mean, that was an interesting sort of way that the kind of issues sort of diverged, and it, it became, it became. I mean, the kind of fat campaign probably chilled a wee bit. Aye, but that, that's natural. The kind of the independence campaign was so huge and so historic that that obviously yep. just engulfed everything, and, and that's totally normal and that's totally fine. Um, but at the time, you know, the Celtic support was there for the SNP and then they did something stupid like that. But in terms of the, the group, what we were doing is, I mean, we were, we were flinging out actions every couple of weeks. Mine would do action of, like, the usual suspects. Right. Yeah, yeah, it was like a big fat salmon on it and the banner. Aye. and You had the, the press demonising the person aye, for the group with the, with the shadow. It was a per- the boy stoning with the Green Brigade who they owned and then it was a shadow. It was a double. Yeah, was that a Carlos? It was a, it was a Carlos. Aye, aye, so it was stolen fucking Oh, anti SNP ones. Aye, pretty much. Well, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the big, the big stamp, the stamp one as well. We, we done one of just Simon's Sectarian. face, like a big puffy. We don't have Simon. a monopoly in wisdom. Aye, because that, 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 that was his coat. That was his coat when he um, when he won that election. But we were doing all this running into kind of November or December when the the vote was, and obviously FAC were working in in terms of there was submissions and stuff put forward but we hadn't really got that off the ground in the way that we later would the second time around when it was getting repealed and we probably just hoped that the kind of public pressure that the group was building up 
and the fact we're building up and the fans of Scotland we're helping build up would be enough in and of itself to make them wake up and realise no aspects of this are going to need to change but see when you've got the votes you don't need to listen to a fucking soul and it's as simple as that and they didn't and, and I was there I went through to Parliament uh, on the day that it um, went through and it was gutting and you really, I, I really did fear particularly for the group back and I felt that you know, we'll really, because if this kind of kicks in the way I suspect it's gone, I think we're going to be in real bother and we were, but we managed to get through it. So, Paul, what, what I'll do now, mate, is uh, the past, you know, few podcasts we've tried to open up a wee thing called Questions for the Curve, where we put out, we put it out to the sort of wider membership um, that we've got, you know, a podcast coming up. We've got a fact podcast coming up. If you've got anything to ask, and a few of the questions that we had, we normally keep it to the end, uh, Marcel and Tony. But a few of them we kind of will cover. But one of them was, uh, what somebody was. I don't actually know the name. That's how shite prepared we are. <laughs> one of the boys came back and said, uh, if we could maybe speak about the first kind of few arrests around about the time of not necessarily okay. under the new legislation, but around about that time of the kind of crackdown. Um, and if we've got any sort of stories and different things like that for back then. Well, I mean, the, the kind of first thing you know was. I think, I don't know if you two will remember it, but for me, they kind of see a change in terms of the way that the police were treating fans. It started even before the Act came in. It started when the Act was kind of really at that point are going to be voted in and you could see the polls, you know, they were, they were just a totally different animal. They had changed overnight and they were viewing as all as, as criminals, as scum, as all the rest of it. And I remember, I can't remember if it was Dundee or Dundee United, I think it was Dundee, one of the young boys, he didn't get scooped, uh, maybe he did get scooped at the game, but he, he ended up getting scooped for, it was either like a smoke bomb or like a, a banger. Or, right. Um, and he ends up, it, it, this was the one that ended up in the press because he ends up getting held in remand. Or Pullman. And he, he goes to Pullman, aye, he ends up spending a couple yep. of days in Pullman. This is a young boy who was 17, who had no previous convictions, never been no in bother, a day bother in his life, um, who ended up basically got a Pullman, he was going to be in Pullman between that date and the, the trial date was going to be three months, which would have covered his 18th birthday and Christmas. That was mad, wasn't it? Absolutely and was... um, It was probably the first time I can remember us as a group really panicking, man, like, what are we going to mm. do? I can remember as well, like, as a group, we were like, trying to like, get in contact with his mom and make sure yeah. she was sorted and all the rest of it. Um, and it was stressful as fuck, like, even at, I mean, I remember at that time I was kind of the one that had to deal with it, that was my role by then. I had him fucking, like, 20 years old, like, phoning this boy's mom, mm. trying to say it's alright, we'll sort it, when really... There's not much you can really do. There, there isn't much you can do, you know what I mean? We're not going to break into Pullman and, and drag him out, like, that's a sad reality, and it was, it was stressful, and it was pretty grim, and it was, you know, looking like a potential sign of things to come, you know what I mean? Um, but I think one of the things is that it kicked up such a fuss among Celtic support, among other Scottish football fans, among, you know, normal punters who could see this was an absolutely, um, you know... I, I think the good thing back then as well, as we touched on, all the orgs were meeting at that point aye, already, so, aye. you know, for well, Jeanette fa- fa- that fa- were brilliant. Aye, oh, Jeanette was superb, and I remember 
um, you know, the effort she went to, and so did some of the others involved with FAC as well, because everybody could see what an injustice yeah. this was. It was absolutely incredible. Um, and I think it was from that pressure that at the time, this would have been just before the vote, like, I, I, I think genuinely like a week or two before the vote. Um, and the Lord Advocate at the time was Frank Mulholland, and I'm sure he ended up stepping in basically to try to sort it because I reckon that they could see that this was going to potentially derail the whole process for this vote because if that had kicked on another few days and properly hit the mainstream press and been something that continued on, that would have that would have been terrible for the way the act would have been perceived when it first went through. So they fortunately we've managed to get them out within a couple of days, but. Obviously, the poor boys went through all of that. He's not going to be doing well, having kind of suffered through that. I think the rest of us were a bit scared of it as well, thinking, you know what I mean? This is we're going to need to up our game here because we're going to need to be organised for every case that comes through, every arrest that comes, um, and both as a group and fact started trying to get our act together um, in order to make sure that there was a proper system of support there for anybody else that was charged. So, Paul. Uh that was 2012 um, and we're speaking about you know how the police started kind of ramping it up and the first kind of example there the boy going to Pullman and all the stuff that came for that what, how did it kind of lead on for there and how did they sort of ramp it up a wee bit more well aye so that would have happened around about the same time as I say that the act was voted in which was about the, the end of 2011 so the act came in March 2012 can't remember the exact date and that's when we started seeing what we spoke about earlier in terms of arrests up until that point who'd been a bit sporadic and a bit daft. Whereas that's when you start to see much more regularly boys in our group and football fans generally getting scooped, getting charged. And some of the stuff we had was just an absolute nonsense, you know what I mean? We had to deal with people getting charged um, for singing, for banners, but you had much more ridiculous stuff than that, you know what I mean? You had one boy who, whilst another member was kind of getting chinned by the police, one of our, I would say, kind of more reasonable members goes up to a police officer and says, you know, what's the problem here, officer? And the officer turns to him and goes, did you just call me a fucking prick? And then before he jails him, he takes him back into Selic Park so that when he's jailed him, he, he can say that he jailed him in the stadium so it's easier to get a banning order. You're threatening young boys with, I'm going to ruin your fucking and life there's, and there's stuff. That, there's it's that voice caught, note and it's... あ、いや、ボイスが。ウィッドボーンビンパウフォーデポ。アミナレメンバーがビンユーアベーションスタッフにジュスケムアップインベラアレイトポウハウユドインハイユノユネハウジャンモ。ニャラアオラデンネリシ
for what you know what I mean for, he's 13 for, now and he just say he'll never trust a cop in his life mm-hmm. just because the reactions were that and it's the pure it's the whole not just the getting lifted no, no, it's the aftermath the family issues people in the street seeing the busies at your door at 7 in the morning I mean, over, know what I mean different o- stuff like over, that over the case of the act I, I dealt with a lot of cases both in terms of helping group members helping Celtic fans and helping fans of other clubs and you know the SNP will make a big song and dance about statistics and I think we dealt with their statistics perfectly you know in terms of you know, arguing it out that way. But see when you're discussing it, nobody wants to hear about statistics. What you want to what people really need to know about is the human cost. See the amount of people that we dealt with who, you know, would have been charged most of the people would have been their first charge, never a day's bother in their life, no idea what to expect, you know, they're kicked through a haphazard criminal justice system. And with that, what happens is, you know, often t- most of the times you wouldn't be banned for the football, so you're completely excluded for your social circle. People would have lost their jobs, people would have suffered fractured relationships, people would have suffered mental health breakdowns, and we experienced oiliness in terms of both within the group and outside it, people I was helping. And see when you get to the end of it, like two years later, and they get a not guilty, it doesn't change a thing. It doesn't put any of that back together. And that was the type of thing that I think all, all the group could foresee happening. We knew it was going to happen, um, they didn't listen. And then we had to try to deal with it after the fact. But for me, one of the important points to make about the police is just how vindictive they were, how petty they were. You know what I mean? Like, see, for as much as like there's, there's police officers that we all know and we all dislike, they're just it's just as personal for them yeah, as, as for the, us. Mind the cunt McRindle that had the fucking the pest control thing as his Facebook. Facebook, pesky, pesky. Nice job, was it job? Fucking his job title was uh, uh, terminating pesky. He was football, was he intelligence unit or just like... He's still accusing all that games, isn't he? But stuff like that was in like, one of the other things they would do is, if they were doing like a dawn raid at like 7 in the morning, they would always try to make it a Friday so they could hold folk over the weekend. Even like in terms of how they handle cases, so most of the time, if you're in a situation whereby if somebody's charged with three things, a lot of the times it'll just be like a right plead to one type thing and we'll let you go. Whereas they weren't allowed to be any plea deals at all for football cases throughout the. That's saying you know, but you see like anybody that was involved with that. See every time you got your graft in the morning, Aye. and you had a you had a you had a missed call oh, for your missus in the morning, you were going like that. Hey, there's something's up with the veins or the fucking coppers have been at your right. door I mean, and you've not even done it I mean, you're, you're going like that right. you, you could just turn that fucking scoop mine the weeks that they were scooping boys and the amount of guys that you know myself as well that were going out to the work at you know half four five o'clock in the morning I just got to McDonald's and just sat in the car park so you were out there missing more shifts but even even, <laughs> even when it wasn't charges there was one boy who hadn't been charged hasn't been charged since um, in the police so he was applying for a taxi licence and the police um, intervened and appealed his licence because they were like, no, this boy's uh, goes to the football and we're going to get a ban order for this, that. No banning order ever surfaced. They weren't, I mean, a po- police wouldn't just apply for a banning order without a charge. So all it was was just trying to cause maximum disruption in folks' lives. And throughout that first year, it was it possibly at its worst, you know what I mean? We were trying to deal with it. Um, we're still trying to keep up some form of campaign against the act, but you're fighting against a majority government. And now, na- I think the police force was nationalised the week after the act came in or something like that. And now, nationalised police force. When we are, we're the best one in the world, a group of fucking bums. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> let's be honest with ourselves. You know what I mean? Try to fight this massive apparatus and try to make sure that uh, folk are protected while we're going through these cases. And, you know, I, I, we were getting into. Um, 
you know, that kind of period whereby we were kind of having to do stuff and having to do something, and then we decided to have the, the march at the, the gallery about a year later to, to kind of show solidarity with the boys that were banned and stuff like that. Thinking, you know I what I mean, the Celtic fans walking up the gallery, that's not going to be cause for disorder. But even for, even for the very start of that morning, the Pope oh, have just chaos. been absolute cunts. Absolutely mental, just complete cunts. When it could have been so. It could have oh, just been, it could have went easily. It could have been no issues at all, not it. As I say, Celtic fans won't up a Gallagher as any cause for disorder. You know what I mean? Like, if, if they wanted that to pass off, it could have very easily passed off in 20 minutes and nobody, nobody would have even known that it happened apart from the 200 years or whatever it was that showed up that day. But they showed up, you know, hundreds of officers, like, what was it, fucking 40 vans, horses, helicopters, the lot. Choppers, was it? Chopper, no, aye, it was mental. And then, and then like, oh no, it was, we just had these cars, I saw sitting in the corner, because the SDL had a demo in the tune, but six folk for the SDL, uh, did you, aye? And they were all sitting at the court, weren't they? We were all sitting at the court car park or something, in Lovely, the back aye. end, aye. I think was, somebody was going out of the tune past them, and they were gone like that. So either something happened with the SDL or they turning up for us kind of thing Aye. And it became it became very apparent and I remember being at the, kind of, we were at the kind of front of that and you know like, ah, right, what we'll try to do is gut and get away because we were trying to folk can see what they want about that day but we were trying to avoid a confrontation Aye. you know what I mean Was it, I can, mind, I can mind the busy the copper from the first dig Aye, <coughs> and we've tried to go up. So rather than going right on the road, we went up to go. And the return back, back wide. end, aye. Back of the bell, um, we were pushing up against them, but it was there was nobody throwing any hangies. It was just us no. trying to walk. Aye. But then the chopper was it, and I can always mind it, pure clear as day. And the, the cop, we were pushing against the coppers all the way up, and the pos- coppers are pushing us back. And we we're doing all right. See, as soon as we got underneath, the, there's a bridge aye, at the back aye. end. Aye. See, as soon as we got underneath it, and I didn't know at the time. But it's obviously the, the helicopter. Yeah. It's no it's no good hang me. See as soon as we got underneath the bridge, they took a step back and scudded fuckers. They'd obviously realised then that was at that point it all started getting off. Um I was it was mental that day. I, I was I, I was kinda quite near the front. Don't know if if uh, others <laughs> here were, were maybe with me. And uh, I remember like they were like, so they're, they're, they're kind of trying to block that bit off and like you know how there's a kind of big group that sort of spills left to try to get Aye. out but then they kind of kettle the rest who don't get out and I remember being on that group on the left and there's fucking horses flying and buttons and you just it was just chaos there's no words for it I mind hearing that there was a like a sort of I don't know, like a sort of demonstration witness type person who had apparently like, goes to demos and just makes sure that everyone's mm-hmm. above board type thing. Um, and I remember that she'd said that she'd been at uh, the poll tax riots, anti-war demonstrations, G8, um, and had said that she hadn't seen police brutality, which she'd seen that day, mm-hmm. uh, particularly um, against like what Wayne's, you know what I mean? There was like 14 year olds, there was that clip of a young boy, you know what I mean, face down the puddle, knee in the back type stuff. Somebody, did somebody in a wheelchair not get bloated or not? The guy, the guy in the wheelchair, the wee lassie, about eight, nine so year old and all. Her old man got scudded or something, she's stunning and bubbling. Yeah. Absolutely, it was fucking mental. And then, you know what I mean, like, so I think 12 or 13 boys end up getting getting scooped and uh, that was when you know what I mean it like ends up like national news right away it was absolutely especially that photo surfaces and it's the one of like the boys that are kind of left there that, that didn't get out and that there's a sort of yellow uh-huh. ring around them um, and 
they were getting killed in section 60 and all their details taken and all the rest of it. That photo just goes viral, as the kids might say now, you know what I mean? <laughs> kids, um, <laughs> fuck off you. Fucking, <laughs> 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 downplay my age here, but in terms of, it ends up happening as it goes fucking everywhere. It gets to the point that, like, that's probably the, the kind of first point that, like, politicians really start coming to your defence properly. It was in the so Sunday meal the next day, I can mind that a few pages in. I was it was already like mm-hmm. Mike, what, as well as it being on the news getting hang the papers of the fucking and then we're, when I dare to it was like I mean it was uh-huh. just everywhere and Michael McMahon who was the uh, Labour MSP for Uddingston he gets some he's like really support him and Hugh Henry I think it was and he's like raised issues at Parliament it's the first time what the groups have ever been name checked you know what I mean like, they're debating mm-hmm. those idiots in like the chambers of Parliament they're fighting like Kenny McCaskill who's who's obviously defending House in the polis. And Stephen House, but he ends up doing his, I think we I think we started like an email campaign. And it was basically like like email your uh, MSPs and your MPs and whatever, you ask for like a response on on what happened type thing. And uh, House ends up sending a letter to every elected official in Scotland basically saying that, you know, this was all their fault, that the we've arrested thirteen we can guarantee you that they'll be convicted. There's another seven at least that we're looking for um, who'll be arrested soon, which was laughable given how we were probably being surveyed throughout the country at the point and they're trying to say, when there was footage taken through all angles, they're trying to say they couldn't identify seven years. Um Seven others will be arrested and once this is all done, we've got footage that's going to prove it was all aiming we'll release it. I can remember that. Mm. He, he done away that, he went absolutely full full on about it. And then at the end of it, you know, no convictions, apart from convictions for, like, I couple of boys, like, I think one boy had, like, a wee bit of stuff on him. Um, and the only convictions were for things that happened after people, the police had waded in. Yeah. Mm. So there was no justification whatsoever for them wading in the way they did. Nobody else was arrested in house, released absolutely fuck uh-huh. all footage. And it demonstrated that that was completely their, their cause that day. Um, and then it was the week after that, or two weeks after that, we ended up having the, the big demo, which was the one whereby, you know, we all, all go to George Square and then of all kind of marched up. Do you think that, think that was the, the, the big kick-off of the, how that it was really That was one it. of the biggest, I, because again, it ends up on Sky News. Again, like, I, I think the footage of that, see for people who... There's going to be an element of people in Scottish society who don't really go to football, don't really pay much attention, and if they just hear a, a bill's coming out that's going to deal with sectarianism, I, I support that. Who wouldn't yeah. support that? You know what I mean? It's like asking somebody, in terms of, we spoke about this with the YouGov poll, so YouGov done a poll for the, the Scottish government and it was like, sectarianism is bad, isn't it? Aye. Do you think this bill would be good if it's going to tackle sectarianism? And like, 84% of folk are like, aye, of course it would be. But it's like, it's like taking like, a piece of complex tax law and going like that, this law stops uh, people not paying their tax to support it. Everybody's going to go aye, but nobody's going to fucking understand what it means. So it's a, a similar thing whereby I think a lot of people would have been sort of tacitly supportive of the act because they wouldn't have known much about it. But see when those images start to hit the papers and see when those videos start to hit, 
your Facebooks or Social your media. Sky News, that's when the tide really started to turn in terms of the public's perception of what was going on. Especially, as I say, the footage of young boys. I mean, Wayne's been lagged all about with these bastards. And uh, it really changes the way things look. The Celtic support comes out and it's thousands that day at George Square. And one of the things I always love to talk, I remember, like, uh, I was with Jeanette and she'd, uh, I don't think, I, I, she'd, I, I think she'd been dealing with the police just to know, you need to notify them if you're going to do like a static demo, right, but you don't need to ask their permission or fuck all, mm. you, you just tell them, listen, that's right. what we're doing. But Jeanette's a responsible citizen, certainly more responsible than the three years sitting here, <laughs> and uh, so she was kind of engaging with them or whatever, and I remember like a, a police officer phoned her, and uh, she was like, like so and Jeanette was like, what the plan is, we'll be at George Square at one o'clock, whatever it is, and then obviously the vast majority, you would assume, will be going straight to Selic Park for the three o'clock kick-off, so the assumption would be that they'll all just head off, it's not going to be an organised march, but if people go on the road, I can't stop that, because it's thousands of people just try to exit safely. Um, and the Polish women's going on and on and on. You know, it's like, look, our only interest here is to have the demo and get people up to the ground safely. And the Polish, oh, that's brilliant, because we're just... But all we want is for everybody to be safe too. And Jeanette went, no, hen, I meant safe for you. And the post <laughs> like, what? And, uh, but the demo kind of came and went. I remember, again, I think it was me and you at the front of the march. It's always me and you. <laughs> and uh, we ended up, I remember, like, they were kind of going down and just about cut left onto the gallery gate. And I remember just having my head, you don't know if this road's going to be empty or if there's going to be another... Mm-hmm. Ten lines of police and it's all going to kick off again. You didn't know. Mm-hmm. None of us had been out there that that morning, and uh, obviously when we turned on, there was nothing. We shunned under up to the ground, and it was probably you know I mean one of the kind of it was a big victory because they had backed down. It was yeah. basically admitting that they'd made, made a total arse and it was from that point that we started kind of building a bit of momentum, um, and then you know from there we went into we were, we were doing more actions. Um, and it probably kind of culminated, or it was flattened by, you know, what happened at Motherwell, but it was more stuff leading up to that. So, if you remember, I mean, you both remember this, when we were playing, so we'd been kind of, see the first year and a half, whatever it was, to be honest, like, you were almost half, certainly the group, anyway, maybe not necessarily all the elements of fact, but certainly the group, we'd have been as well, at much at war with Selick, Mm. as we were with the Polish, because the Celtic were, Celtic were even in a bet knowing us. We were working hand in hand. Faye, the start of the group. Aye, Basically, aye. Pri- even prior to the coming in, um, You know, they were working with the Polish. I don't know, you know, obviously we can't prove the extent yet, but for me, you know, the links were interwoven. Like people's the, address, who was only aye. linked to their season mm-hmm. ticket. Different phone numbers, it was only linked to that, getting phoned off the coppers. It was boys we deliberately put their books in different names mm-hmm. uh, that were flagging up. And um, so I've got to remember the, you had people inside Park you'd working at various times who saw Hoth and all that in the CCTV aye. office where I'm pointing this out, pointing that it was, out. I mean, they, they weren't, you'd see it at that point, I know, they weren't even hiding it. It's not even as aye. if like, they were denying it. Like, the, the, there was no relationship to speak in. That's what they were doing. And it was probably, I don't know, it might have even been in part um, motivated by, as I say, that change in public perception after the kind of uh, the the right of the Gallagate, and then what happens is Selica and like that tells right, we'll help you now, kind of thing. We'll work with you, we'll work, we'll work with fact. 
you know, Celtic had before, like, like when the act first came through, Celtic put in a submission against it, but then they sat in their arse for a year and a half and done nothing. nothing that was embarrassing. They were chased up a million times. Constant. You know, to, to do stuff to, you know, and it was always just sort of lip service. Constant. And then, uh, mind me, that was the season when it started, we ended up getting drawn in the ACAB group, mind me, AC Milan, Barca, Ajax, ourselves. And uh, mind we were playing Ajax, I I don't know if it was first, if they were the first, um, or maybe the second game um, at home. And we were talking about, look, it was kind of slightly going at the news a wee bit. uh, This was at the point as well whereby seven of our members had been charged for the goal of honour. But not only was it seven, like from what we were hearing, it was seven and it was going to be another seven and another seven. And you know, I mean, you feel a responsibility to, to the boys who are all banned, um, who are you know, a, lot, a few of them, what the whole careers would have been in jeopardy, and the rest of us are kind of constantly looking over our shoulder. So, we're like, we need to do something drastic here, we need to do something that's going to change the narrative completely and get this back in the headlines. So, for Ajax, one of the TFO meetings or whatever, we're talk, sitting talking about you know, what, we, what can we do, but then Selic get in touch. And basically saying, oh, we'll work with you, you know what I mean? Like, we're, no, we're not interested in helping the police anymore, but we need to work together. And we're like, all right, brilliant, happy days, you know what I mean? And then we play Ajax, we did that total football team for them. We put, they put that one on the back burner, didn't we? Aye. Class Absolutely. of 67, let's make it all about Selig. Aye, aye. It was probably my favourite home team we've yeah. ever done, man. It was a screamer. Now, is that Class of 67? Class of 67. That was the original, original like, total football. Aye. Mm-hmm. The, the image of the lines walking out and the banner was quality and it, we went right up Two the stairs years, uh, it was the first time we'd ever done that time, I think right. it was a belter we went out and beat Ajax 2-1 I think it was and probably one of the first times because that would have only been our second season since we got the first block right. so it would have been probably one of the first times that we as a group had come up against another group of that sort of stature and I think Calibre. Swag 410 were, were good that night, Aye, didn't they? they were. You know what I mean? So for us it was a big night and everybody was on a buzz. And I remember like, a few days later or whatever, there was like a big appeal case that Celtic had to present evidence for. Um, it was actually the case that you know, on a Murdoch had lied in. Mm-hmm. And that was a, a police officer. Was aye, aye. Well, she's, she's a liar. She's, like, she, she committed perjury and she got away with it. Um, and I'm... I mean, we've, we've, we've done plenty of stuff on that in the past, but what we were asking for... So what, what Eleanor Murdoch had said at the initial trial was that um, Selick had informed fans that, I think it was a law of honour, was um, illegal and they didn't want that particular song. And Selick hadn't notified them there any of that. She lied and made it up. And Selick, we went to Selick and said, look, we just need... You don't need to say that you want us to sing the Law of Honour, you don't need to make any comment on the song whatsoever. All you need to do is provide us a letter of the truth, which is that at no point um, did did you say this to her. Um, and they never done it in time. I mean, they eventually done it, but they didn't do it for that case. And I think at that point, we were all just like, ah, fuck this, man. Like, they're just pulling us along. Like, we, we, are, we are doing things to help them, you know what I mean? We are curtailing certain behaviour, talking to them about certain stuff, and we're just getting nothing back. And then I can think of the, the seven boys. The boys that were teachers and all that. Oh, and yeah. they were all looking for most of their jobs. And and aye, aye, aye. We, we were kind of like, aye. well, if they like are fucking us over. Yeah. Social workers, uh, one, one boy was like uh, in the kind of medical profession. Aye. Um, like, jobs that you would need a clean disclosure thing, like if you get done for that. like. Selig basically let, 
hung them out to dry. Hung yeah. them out to dry um, in, in the appeal case as well. So when when it got to that point of um, like Milan, we were just like, look, we need to do something. And I remember like Lennon kind of came out and said uh, it was kind of self-indulgent. I think that's how some fans took it at the time. But see for, see for us, like, as much as folk often just look into the group and just... You know, we're, we're sort of a kind of mythical group, and people don't know. But, but I mean, we're all, you know, I mean, you're all mates, and you're seeing your mate going through that, and you're seeing, you know, another few mates going through it. You think who's going to be next? Mm-hmm. You're going to do something drastic to try to help mm-hmm. them and try to stop the lot. Um, and we, so we end up doing the the Sands and William Wallace banners, and it was to make a clear contrast between the way that the SNP. Um, reveres its historical figures and the likes of William Wallace um, in comparison with the way that they criminalise Irish historical figures um, such as Bobby Sands and you know I mean it was again like as soon as we done see, that you just knew see, like, see prior to that display when did we do the big H? That was about a week before it. Was I, it prior? So, so we've done the big H almost, covering the it section. Was, it was almost like with the boys of the old brigade and Flower of Scotland aye, sort of interlinked. No, yeah. it, no, it was just the H. What was it? No, they fought and died for. They fought, a wee bit Helen got they fought and died. I think it was just for the Flower of Scotland and the H. Ah, right, wasn't it? Aye, some hundred and four four posted. I hope a, a helicopter lands on them. The best bit of part of it there, anyway. So. So I, I mean, after I that, like, but I remember thinking about, my, I, f- I thought my, I thought it done the job perfectly. Like, don't get me wrong, it was a lot of kick up and a lot of fucking after that, and it's a fine thing. A lot of hearts sinking. A lot of hearts sinking, aye. Hearts were sinking, yeah. So I thought that Celtic couldn't defend set pieces that night, apparently. <laughs> Mine, we couldn't find William Wallace, and I said oh. somebody wanted to paint Mel Gibson. Aye. Can we not just name Mac here? He's been on before. I was the one hanging out to die, I'm Mac. Paint Mel Gibson, <laughs> mate. Because then nobody's going to be talking about the bill. Everybody's just going to be talking about what fucking idiots we are. Mel Gibson, honestly, honestly, man, so many debates you end up having as part of this group. And uh, so fortunately, we didn't have to fucking do that, Mel Gibson. Um, but I, I kind of felt like it had the di- desired effect. But then Motherwell was like, like a week, two weeks later, whatever it was, and we just made a total arse and fucking absolutely fucking slapped us. Like, it was just. We, we, we kind of fucked it ah, for ourselves. kind of ruined the good work, didn't it? Either, ah, sort of. Flattened the kind of fat campaign through a bit. It flattened the group because ah. we get toughed out with November, December. Didn't we really get back in properly? few months, aye. Aye, sorry, no, it was more than that, aye. Yeah, I mean, we, we went back So Murrowville was a game that there was smokes on the park. seats or anything like that and that's how it was portrayed Aye. but it's designed to get into that section and just this year careless and that night <coughs> it obviously came back to bite us in the arse and it was just a bit full of hubris and a bit stupid and as we tend to be mm. sometimes and uh, it was obviously a really fucking stupid mistake but sell it banners for that but it's not for that it's for the Sands nah. and Aye. it's for the Sands banner you know what I mean uh, they've just we've just gave them 
give him a plate. You know what I mean? Aye, that, that's what well, we're used to say about us. Like, give him a rough gulp for hang ourselves, and he's not been proof of hang, to be honest. And uh, so we end up sitting out for a few months. And do you mind me and you were at the, the Cornwall Society event? Through uh, Edinburgh, the one in Edinburgh? Aye, the very one. Aye. So when was that? I mean, that would I think that'd have been in the new year, so maybe January. Aye. At that point, I don't know. Maybe, maybe December. I think it'd have been January, and we ended up. I don't know if you were there, Kev. No. Can't mind me. Can't mind. I can mind me and you, and there was like wee squaddies, and we ended up because again, there's no, we're not allowed to go to the football, so we need to come up with. We had that wee booze, sort of. On the left hand side, down the stair up the sort of hills, if you get up to the train station. I mean, when we were banned for about three months, I would have been on the baby for the phone call. I said, before, I said, 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 I um, That's if you remember what it was, fair. nah, kind of fuck. And uh, you're like, that, look, I can't even mind what we were talking about. If it was, if it was another download campaign, but you're like, that, why don't we do that with a goal of honour? Start a download campaign, and then what you can do is you can take the money to help pay the legal fees for the seven boys who are charged, but also it p- could potentially get it in the charts, and then it's a heavy red net for the uh, ASMB. Uh, if Irish Brigade. So I end up getting in, ch- in, in touch with the Irish Brigade and so all secret squirrel stuff and all that, meeting them, man. It was a uh, actually it was outside the squirrel for <laughs> I'm saying that. <laughs> I didn't mean that, but it just turned on me there. And uh, that was all very, very, very weird, man. And uh, but to be fair, they were brand new at the time, um, and they they'd agreed that we could use our. They, I think they legally had to sign the rights of the song over to me for like like two weeks or something like that. Mm. Which was a strange thing, um, and they sent over CDs and stuff, and we signed. What? We signed. Ah well, very working. <laughs> and uh, so what happened was we end up we end up doing that release, man. And I remember like having to like u- using the websites that you had to use, and like but it would show you like how many downloads and stuff. Oh, I'll give you a rough idea about you on the iTunes chart and the whatever. And I remember like. I think I had to start on a Sunday night to get like, the full week's run at it type thing. So it's, it's Sunday, Sunday. I think that's what it was. And uh, so we start it, and the sales first day or two are just screwed off. You know what I mean? Like, we're number one at the top of the UK. I can just fucking overtake Rihanna or something. I was There's like screenshots, and it's like. I think we were like seven in the UK or something, maybe one in Scotland at different points. Um, but obviously, like after there's that initial explosion, all the Celtic fans be like, oh, I'm getting in about that 100%, like you're the only one on the radio. After that, it kind of dies down a wee bit, right? But what happens is it gets reported over the water in the north, and you get all these like DUP politicians, like Mary Fraser and all that, start cracking up about it. As soon as they open their mouth and watch the sales, just shoot through the roof again. <laughs> so, had they not done that, there's no way that that would have made it into the charts. Because I was sitting watching it thinking, at least we've made a bit of dough for, uh, the, for, for the cases or whatever. But they dive boy. in, dive in like absolute fannies, and it, uh, it helps us perfectly. And I remember. The day that it was kind of being announced, um, 
was the same day that we decided to make our return to Celtic Park. So remember we we, we charged in eight, we all bought tickets for one one eight oh, and all right. charged in. Who was that against St Johnson? Was it was it St Johnson? Was it right? And I can remember that um, the Griffiths banners. Is that the same game? Aye, it was. Oh, was, budget. was that a different one? one? Right. There we go. Corners come in there. Encyclopedic memory, <laughs> aye. Um, but aye, I remember that first game in like, I, I, no mind just charging up the stair in the whole stadium, pure starts uh, applauding and all I that. Lennon, Lennon says, I don't know if that was a real Green Brigade or the Hang Mover. I don't know if that's the real Corning Unit. I don't know if that's the real Green Brigade or what the crack is, but thanks very much uh, for being there and that kind of stuff. Aye, and. Mind STV done the sorry STV done the six o'clock news thing and oh, it was <laughs> the wee clip of all the taps getting flung up in the air Aye. but it was like Raman Bardwise saying they're back Aye. back with a bang and they, were, they were doing like box box and like Street asking folk <laughs> 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 you think you're the Green Brigade being back I'm just getting my shot on you know what I mean but I wait so that was that was a brilliant day as it was and I mean getting back to the club and uh, we were having a few scoops and all the rest of it and uh, like so, it was it was coming out the the top forty, and it was like Jamila Jamil who was reading it out. Fucking insane! Aye, that was the first time I'd listened to Tranny. <laughs> I, was about, I was about thirteen, fourteen, man. <laughs> and uh, like so, like they're they're doing it forty, thirty nine, blah blah blah, and it got to like thirty three. I think it, I think it ended up thirty two or thirty three. I can't remember exactly. I remember by the time it got to thirty five, thirty four, you're like, ah, it's no made it. It must have just just no made the cut off type thing. And then when it got announced, the whole fucking you'd have thought we'd scored the winner, they like win the league or something like that. When the ten, the whole club's absolutely upside down, gone mental. And uh, they played like for every other song, they'd have played like the full like three minutes or whatever. But the of honour got about ten seconds. And that that. But the goal, ah, missing that again. Don't like charges. And uh, like it was some buzz, and again it made it into the press, and it made a point. You know what I mean? Like how can you charge? A football fan for singing this when it can be played on BBC mm-hmm. Radio about them they caught my charge um, and it was kind of massive for the campaign um, and it was kind of from that that we started to I mean a group that we were doing as a member we, I think we went to maybe a handful of games the rest of the season or we didn't go to every game but like games that we could get tickets for um, you know what I mean we started mending fences with the club a wee bit yeah um, and we get back in but then by the time you're back in it's kind of what we spoke about before and that so, then how, so how long were we out for? About, I mean what was it about November about until six months or something aye like November we were out for we had our season tickets taken off us uh-huh. but we'd have picked maybe five games that we so went I've genuinely got a few I, I, thought, mm-hmm. I don't even think it would have been five it wasn't even the very start of the season it was September we got back in because mm-hmm. mine made that oh aye because it was a whole thing the Maribor game remember yeah, we because right. like, like, uh, like Dyla was trying to qualify for the Champions League and the, the team just shot the head against Maribor <laughs> just got deeper and deeper and deeper we and we're sitting like that we know if I contacted the ticket office at one point and rolled up and Picked, scooped up about 200 odd tickets for Aye, I mean, they, they, they knew oh, we were, I mean, it wasn't like a surprise. Like, when we got there, there was hundreds of security and all that. About four grand cash and a, <laughs> and a wallet. Um, but, like, uh, we, we would have been out for like November till the end of the season, picked maybe, <sighs> picked maybe four games, I would say, at most, that we went to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were in discussions to get back. The club were fucking about, I can't even remember what they were doing, but they were fucking about. We missed the Maribor game. And I think that I think I think Lawwell actually thought that talks were going really well, 
and I remember him being pure like why the f- why are they know at this game type mm-hmm. thing. And then after that it got sorted and we came back in. Um but at that point you're running into that's two thousand and fourteen, so you're running right into the independence referendum, you know what I mean? And there wouldn't have been the appetite for the camp because I mean, as I say, the independence referendum was just bigger than everything. And as much as Colby's school, you know, the kind of allegation the fact that we're, you know, like anti you know, just about anti being anti SNP uh, and you know what I mean, we're anti independence. I campaigned for independence for months at that time to do that my work and all the rest of it. The group downloads are stuff too that we didn't really publicise. I remember the discussion of the group at the time was see the type of the group that we are and the type of people we'll influence, CMD that's going to listen to us, they're going to vote independence anyway. So see if we go and they look a little bit, go pure mm. all out on it, they're actually more likely to turn full calf. I think if we do it... Like, we, we done the drive, didn't we? We done one of the sign-up drives. We've done the voter registration drive, held a couple of talks, um, we, we did do banners, mm. we done the banner drops as well done over Glasgow. I think there was a lot of boys in the group just working with their own wee local branches and all, that, well, put, was, putting up all the yes posters and all yeah, that kind of stuff. That's what I was, kind of like, stuff. Like, where I'm feeling, like, I ended up just getting a wee squad of boys who were either in the group or on the fringes or yeah. mates of mine, and especially in areas whereby like, the local yes community were only all that keen to get themselves, but just keep to us and we'll go door to door and they bother. So we're doing all that stuff, um, and that obviously took care because it went. Obviously, we didn't get the result that we hoped, and it took a good while, I would say, for the, the kind of fat campaign to probably because about what folk were just scunnered with the, with the result, with an no vote. Um, Politics full stop, I think, and all that. Everybody totally was man. just pure deflated. Thing is, I know, like, it, it's something that everybody does, but like, you surround yourself with folk just like you, you know what I mean, and you mm-hmm. get into that vote thinking. We're going to fucking stop this. Everybody I know is voting yes, you know what I mean? Like, this is going to be a Definitely. canter. And then when those votes start coming in, it's an absolute boot in the stones. Um, and it just didn't go the way that we'd wanted. So, it took a wee while, and what ended up happening was, and it had been, been the next year at, at the very least, and I remember having a, a kind of fact meeting. And, fact, like, the, the Offensive Behaviour Act, I mean, we were still dealing with cases, we were still dealing with all the bullshit, mm-hmm. but see the debate around should the act still be going on, that, that had long since disappeared because all these other issues had just taken the mantle. Um, and I remember we ended up having like a, a fact meeting and it was basically just a case of what can we do to try to just get folk back, back doing what they should be doing and get folk back talking about it. Well, why don't we start a petition? And it wasn't even, see to be honest, see when we spoke about that, it wasn't even because we wanted to do end with the petition, it was mainly just so that we had a chance to go to Selic Park and talk to punters about the act. It wasn't even about the signature, it was just about getting folk going back to their buses and being like, oh, they were out collecting yeah. for, mm. and talking about it again. But from that, we got like, I think it was like 20,000 signatures, and we realised that with 10,000 you could take it to the petitions committee at the Scottish Parliament. We're like, well, why not do that then? So I ended up kind of doing all the paperwork, me and Jeanette went through to Parliament, at the start of, oh, I would need to check. Start a. Is that the one we seen you in telly? Ah, yeah, I was on the telly. Um, was it 2016? 2015? I can't even remember. And uh, so me and Jeanette got through to Parliament. Um, and that was the day we had the big ding dong with McCaskill and all that. And I think that was the day probably one of the most significant days in terms of the campaign because I think up until then, Politicians can just write us off as just Aye. bams, as just a sort of fringe group. It's not really ever going to come up 
um, come into play in a serious kind of way. And that day we went into, into the petitions committee and it's just by total chance, total fluke, that uh, McCaskill's sitting on it, who had been one of the kind of main drivers. Uh, he was the Justice Minister at the time that came in. He was one of the kind of biggest proponents of it. And it gave me and Jeanette an opportunity to go in To honour his arse. To honour his arse, <laughs> aye. It was absolutely and, uh, it, was, it was a mental experience. Like, I remember... Like, I was pure mob with other, like, work and stuff I had on at the time, so I didn't really have any time to prepare or anything like that. And uh, I can remember going in, man, in McCaskill, see when you get in, and it's obviously, like, the big table and stuff like that, but you could, McCaskill's slumped like a drunk at the bar, you know what I mean? Like, he was fucking booing that he even had to breathe the same air as us, man. And, uh, like, so when you get in, like, you get five minutes or whatever, so I need to open it and explain why we're here type thing. I think, oh, this is a canter, like, I'm just getting to speak and nobody's challenging me here. And then McCaskill fucking gives me it, man. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck's sake. <laughs> like, what do you think about it? Oh, fuck. I think it was a mad question they asked you about the... Oh, he says it's singing the songs about the... The Rav is basically was, equating to the boy getting shot. Oh, that's what so was yeah, That's what he was getting at. But even at the time, like, he was, he'd obviously thought he's better having a go at me and Jeanette and he was definitely right like fuck having a go at Jeanette so he's tried to he's tried to have a go at me and I don't know if he's tried to get me to go into an argument that I don't want to be having I or you um, I think he's maybe wanted me to go in and just even we'll even, even I lo- either right. lose support or have any debate with him about that type of thing you lose right away you know what I mean and you know we, we kind of managed to just like, what are you talking about you know what I mean um, and dealt with really well and after that like you know if I get a fiver for every time somebody come up to me like that McCash goes a fucking prick isn't he like I'd be loaded um, and it was from that that as I say like there were other like MSPs who just came in to sit in on that like James Kelly and it was from that that James Kelly said look after seeing that if I get re-elected, I'll put forward the bill to get shot in us. And I remember thinking, that's all well and good, James, but you're not going to get re-elected, mate, so it doesn't really matter what you have to say. Because um, the polls at the time, you were, you were getting into another election, and the polls at the time seemed all showed that the SNP would likely have, again, another majority. absolute majority. Now, they did go and win the election, they get the most seats, but they fell short of the majority by a couple. So I remember, I remember watching the election that night, but got to bed pretty fairly early for, for me on an election night and then you woke up and uh, couldn't, couldn't believe it you know what I mean there's, a, like, there, there's that swing and uh, you know what I mean you soon realise that there's now a majority for a repeal here if we want to go for it James won his seat as well so you know he's going to stick to his word he's going to be the kind of vehicle for it we got in touch with him pretty quickly and got to work right away um, and it was probably it was like two years for that point till we get rid of it um, and it was just constant in terms of what in Parliament, but also loads of stuff the group was doing that again folk wouldn't necessarily known was for the group or the stuff that the group was pushing, you know what I mean? Um, and that was like a massive factor in getting us over the line. I think that'll do his trips. For, I've kind of went on a wee bit past that, what we were planning on there, but I think what we'll do is split this one into two parts again sounds good mate and then we were going to do another one on how the Bulls been defeated but it still doesn't mean the end of the issues with the coppers and Miss Selleck but 
was probably better just meeting up my cut of next next cut of days or something. Just I'll know that, but not much. No, not much. That's the thing. As we're saying, you're always you're trying to keep them like 30, 40 minutes. But when you're discussing something like fact, you've got to you've got to go into the full. You can't really cram it all into sort one episode type thing. But no, it's been good. Good recording. I hope it's been enjoyable to listen into. Uh, big thanks to everybody because the numbers and stuff that we've been seeing coming through for all of them is just getting better and better. Quite huge actually, uh, which is good to see. So I just and again big thanks to Paul for taking the time out, mate, coming along and, and speaking with Skeen everybody a wee sort of better insight, um, more ideas in the pipeline, keeping this wee sort of group thing going, uh, and we're trying our best to get them as sort of more regular as as possible um but no cheers